Fisty Wolf! A Friday has landed once again here in the sunny Isles of the UK where the sun is shining, the weather is good and right now, right at this very moment, my wife and my brother are off checking the potential new location of the Preach Gaming offices. That's right, they are there right now. I'm here with you. They're off checking out our locations, seeing what it's like. Is it going to work? Is it going to be super duper? Is it what we need in our lives? All those things pretty damn exciting stuff it's not a kfc no it is not an old abandoned kentucky fried chicken that they are going to see right now better internet actually it's not my internet it's not me where twitch keeps kicking us off for some reason maybe it is me somewhere but i mean i don't go offline uh, everything stays online here just twitch stops working wah, 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 wah. Uh, but hopefully we'll get that sorted soon as well because we do have a wonderful internet tech engineer coming over a good friend of ours mr matt in order to check out our networks of stuffs and all those things it's very exciting lots of things happening but not as exciting as what is happening tomorrow you might notice that today we're under the final fantasy 14 banner and that's because we requested to you guys to send uh, stories from all kinds of MMOs. We wanted the whole mix of what's going on, and you guys did in spades. And we have a few stories from FF14 today, along with some World of Warcraft stuff. And we also are going clubbing tomorrow. You'll see that message down the bottom. We need your outfits to look crisp. Do not embarrass me, friends. We've been invited to a private nightclub that we'll be going to tomorrow evening. And we'll be starting a stream about about 25 hours from now uh, which is 4 p.m on a friday when we do this stream but we will be going to enjoy ourselves we're going clubbing we're going partying we want to see the best goddamn glamours that you guys can piece together the theme of course is temptation that's what we're looking to get and have some fun with that so it should be good our glam game is on point i i believe i am the in fact the failure I could fully accept that, that I am the failure uh, in the team right now. So hopefully, <laughs> yeah, it's a typo. I was, I was rushing, man. I was dealing with something before we started. Shut up. All right. Saturday. There you go. There you go. Fixed it. There you go. I fixed it. It's all good. Well, let's have some fun. It's not why you're here right now. You're here for drama time. So, of course, send your stories into drama at preachgaming.com. Uh, or go to our website. You can send them in there too. Nice and easy. All free. Preachgaming.com. You can't go wrong. Uh, <laughs> okay, this one's kind of an interesting start. How a ninja ruined my ninja. <laughs> Double ninjas? Can't go wrong with that. Uh, I didn't put it in the title box, though, because I'm bad at my job. I'm bad at my job. It's really hard to do to click the right box. Right, I need some names first, so uh, let's put them in here. Uh, so we need cash. Gardener. Lame one. Oh, my God. Really? Lame one. Okay. Interesting. British. And Ravine. Oh, it's been a while since we've seen Lane One's name pop up in a story. It has been a good while. It has. What was it? How a ninja ruined my ninja. <laughs> ruined my ninja is what we're going with. <clears throat> how a ninja ruined my ninja. Mm. All right, let's see how this goes. Let's have some fun. <laughs> let's see some fun. I can see Lane One's in the chat. He's suspicious already how his name will be taken and thrown in the mud. But you knew what you were signing up for. Uh, this does take place, this one to kick us off does take place in Final Fantasy XIV. Now, I actually have no context for when this is, as I do with World of Warcraft stuff. This takes place back in Heaven's Ward. I don't know when that was. 
I have no context. If you tell me the Burning Crusade, Wrath of the Lich King, a whole flood of memories fill my brain instantly. A lot of neurons start firing. Heavensward, I have no idea. 20, like, Legion era? Okay, so not super, super long ago. 2014-ish, something along those lines. Myself and two friends had just transferred from another server, which was basically dead at the time. The reason we chose this one was because one of my two friends had scouted a bunch and already found a free company, a guild, for the three of us to join. Cash and I are a bit antisocial with strangers, so we tended to let Pritesh handle it. The free company... Oh, we need, a, we need a, a name. Oh, this is a good opportunity. We need a name for a Final Fantasy XIV guild. I'm kind of curious as to what you guys would suggest in that scenario. Is it any different than a WoW guild? Probably not for our live audience. <laughs> the Hildeberks, the Quez. Okay, it is a little different. We'll go with the Quez. We'll go with the Quez. <clears throat> so we tended to let Pritesh handle it. The free company you found, the Quez, was a large one with over 100 members, and usually around half of them were online at any given time. After about a month, Pritesh left for a different free company. This became a pattern, and I could tell that story another time, so it was just Cash and I. I got bored very fast, and I didn't handle being bored very, very well. During a meeting, an RP event for this free company with a stage and a bar, Gardner, the leader of the Quez, asked for guild donations, money, to help with events she wanted to have. And then I had an idea to occupy my time, to alleviate myself of the boredom that I found myself in. You see, she wanted five million. And I had that, and more on my other retainers. You see, Cash loves crafting and refuses to do any gathering. I gather for him in exchange for half the profits. So I donated the full five mil, a cool five million, and made sure to have it be noticed. Gardner thanked me, and Cash asked why I did that. I told him in a whisper, I just bought myself a guild master. Now I could have some fun. About a week later, Gardner was saying during one of the many dungeon runs we did together, that she missed having Pritesh around. This was my second opportunity and I jumped at it. I said I could see about having him act like a mercenary, uh, joining free company events without actually having to join our company. Gardner liked that idea. I'd asked if I would talk to him about it, but there was a problem. See, I didn't know it yet, but one of the other people in that run had worked out what my plan was. He went by the name of Lame One. He was one of Gardner's real-life friends. And Lame One was a genuine, 100% hardcore player. Everything. He did everything. All jobs maxed. Everything done to the very, very, very bristly edges. And Lame One did not like me. About a month passed. I had gotten bored again and made a new character. Actually, I want to be clear. I made a brand new account connected to my PlayStation 4. Made a female character so I could be online on both characters at the same time. The reason? Lame One had got a bunch of people not to trust my character. So I had another one. This had actually paid off because I was able to chat with myself in order to make it look like I was a nice person. Like I was helping out noobs. Like I was a really good social member of the company. So when Gardner said she wanted to rework the company so it would have more structure and more defined roles, she decided to ask me. Seeing as we hung out together, I had donated money and now was being available to help out newbies, 
I looked like the perfect, perfect person who wanted nothing but greatness for the Quez. Now, Cash knew about all of this, as I had made it a point to update him on what I was doing. So he wasn't surprised when I suddenly was promoted to officer. I had just become one, you see, and I'd been asked by Gardner to nominate other members. The idea was this. The free company leader had supreme authority. That goes without saying, right? But when they were offline, the council members would have, with at least two of them in agreement, democratic, the same authority as the guildmaster themselves. This meant we had almost all the same permissions. In the event of any abuse of power, we would bring it to Gardner, and she would decide how to handle it. The council seats were filled after a few hours and some debate. You might be surprised as to who made it onto that council. There was, of course, myself. My good friend, Kesh. Lame one, because, of course. And Ravine, a fairly new recruit that I picked for his aversion to confrontation and his lack of ability to butt in and stop me doing what I wanted to do. So a few days later, Gardner said that she was in need of a new coal healer for her group. Now I'm a tank. This made very little sense to me. Until she said she wanted my opinion on if Cash would do it. I told her that he was good enough. But it really wasn't his kind of thing. I said she should ask him to know for sure though and that thought that would be the end of the conversation. You see, on top of not being very social, Cash was already doing his own thing and had been made the treasurer of the free company bank. We all gained additional roles when we created the council and the money side of things was to be his. I was both enraged and shocked when the very next day, Gardner said that Cash had told her he would consider it. She had taken this as a light yes, but I knew better. She even said that I didn't know him as well as I thought. Weren't you guys friends? So I called him straight away. Sup, mate? Why did you say yes to her? I didn't. I just said I'd consider it because she kept fucking whispering me and that and it was really getting on my tits. So I just wanted her to leave me alone. But she took that as a yes. Like a yes, I'll think about it and I'll try it out. No, not going to do it though. I need her to trust you. I recommended you. So trusting you means that she can trust me. All right. How about like I try it out, right? And then I just fuck it up completely. That way she just won't want me to do it. And that's exactly what he did. We go forward. It's now been almost three months since my efforts to become the shadow leader of this free company have begun. I pretty much do run it with Cash agreeing with me on most things and taking a stand against me only when I got to be too much. Which worked for me since it kept the opinion of him being my yes man from getting too much ground. Lame one, of course, is often outvoted since the only other member of the council is Ravine and he usually logs off whenever something starts bring looking like conflict shows up. Lame one could clearly see what was happening. But Gardner didn't believe him. Why would she? I was the nicest guy. It was at this point that he ninjured the entire free company chest. Lane one took all the items. He took all the money. He took all the crystals. Cash the treasurer called an immediate council meeting. Now he had never done this before and seeing as he even got Gardner to join it, I was concerned. Lane one obviously didn't show up, but everyone else was there. 
Gardner had even brought Ravine to this one. After hearing what happened and who did it, I was pissed. Most of the stuff that Lane One ninjured was shit that I had put in there in order to curry favor with the killed master. <laughs> I said he shot. What the fuck? Wait a minute. Wait, what? I said we should vote now to kick him. Why is he not already kicked? What the hell? We're going to vote? We'll vote. He's not instantly kicked. I tell you what, it is a welcoming game. <laughs> it's a welcoming game. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We can't get toxic now. Right? We've got a reputation to uphold in Final Fantasy. A reputation that cannot be besmirched by one man. He should be kicked, I said. The ninja looting on this scale meant he couldn't be trusted even as a simple member. Ash agreed, and in my amazement, so did Ravine. The entire council, minus the guilty party, was in agreement that Gardner should kick her best IRL friend for the good of the rest of us. She told us she would handle it. And she did. Instead of having to kick her own best friend, the very next morning she disbanded the entire 100 plus member guild. <laughs> Saying that she couldn't do it. And that she just wanted to move on. Noting that of course Lane 1 got to keep all of the stuff. <laughs> and that little simple ending preacher. Is how a ninja looter kept me from ninja looting an entire free company myself. And I lost all the things I donated in the process. <laughs> Man you got fucked. <laughs> you got absolutely screwed. <laughs> you went for it though I admire the effort I do, I admire the effort that you went to But you still got absolutely pwned Like, from somebody not even fucking bothering From not even bothering At all, whatsoever Well, as you can probably imagine though Ladies and gentlemen, congratulations to Lane One Please uh, email him for any requests you might have <sighs> We probably can't go too far without this popping up So we should get it out of the way now the cat fished. Cat girl. Oh, we're at the top of the table. I see where these names are coming from. I see. Mr. Chiryu. Mr. Sandman Slims. Are we on website names here, Bex? Have we finally done away? Is that where we are? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Hi, Paul. <laughs> Uh, we're using both. Excellent. Okay, okay, okay. Alright, there is some descriptions here of these people before we get into it. Chiryu will be the free company leader. Sandman Slims is Chiryu's boyfriend. Charles is my friend. And Vert is a brief player who shows up at the end of the story. Oh, the wonderful relationship between Chiryu and Sandman Slims. What a dream come true. I knew it. Oh, we're cross-pollinating across the globe from Germany to Ireland. Absolute perfection. Absolute perfection. Hi, Mike. <clears throat> and the Judgment Gang. Is that what you guys are known as? The Judgment Gang? That's pretty terrible. I hope your gavels are getting a good workout today. I have a story about the most poorly executed catfish scam I have ever seen in my goddamn life. FF14 was my first ever MMO. And my first free company in that game was full of drama. Since it was my first though, I just assumed they were all like this, right? So I stayed in this original place for a very, very long time. 
I usually play a Lalafell because FF14 is full of thirsty weirdos and I really don't like getting hit on. Is that true? I would have thought it would have been the opposite way around. Nobody hits on Lalafells? Is that like an ERP safe zone? Hmm, I can't imagine. There's some thirsty bastards in FF14. I can't imagine that being a Lalafell is going to stop them one little bit. People just pat you on their head. <clears throat> okay, all right. Is your little potato people? Is that what it is? <laughs> the Lalafells are a loophole. I see, I see. Okay, I'm learning, I'm learning. Occasionally, though, I do start to wonder what items look like on something that isn't a round sack of baby fat. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what armor looks like in this game. Well, I don't get the thirsty chasing me. I just wonder what armor looks like. Hmm. So one fine day, I decide to race change. And of course, which race looks the best with armor in FF14? I became a cat girl. <laughs> the day I race changed was a real eye-opener for me. The way all the guys treated me changed immediately. Before, we had all been actual friends who ran content together. After I was a girl with girl parts, apparently I'd become fair game. This free company was run by another cat girl, the star of this story. And her name is Chiryu. And her boyfriend in-game, and apparently IRL, is Sandman Slims. Sandman Slims was one of our raid tanks. He seemed to have his life mostly together. He had a good job at an architectural firm. He was nice and really seemed to be smitten with Chiryu. However, when I switched to a cat... Oh, he's Paula Thirsty Fuck. <laughs> okay. However, when I switched to a cat girl, Sandman Slim started sending me some flirty whispers. I did ask him, Aren't you with Chiryu? To which he answered, Hey, not in any serious way normally i would shut this stuff down but he was a really good tank i didn't want to alienate a tank or annoy him so i mostly just let him send me flirty stuff while i kind of ignored it now before you start to feel bad for chiryu i do need to tell you that to this day chiryu is one of the worst people i've ever met <laughs> She told me on a handful of occasions that she was looking for literally any guy who would be her sugar daddy. The last thing she wanted to do was work, and certainly didn't want to do anything in-game. We had another friend who was in the military, and she said she'd be happy to trap him for those military benefits. She flirted with all the guys, kept her own little dude harem close, talked them into sending her gifts from the cash shop, food, money. We had a free company member who would constantly send people long, thought-out messages about why they should kill themselves. What? <laughs> what? Chiryu refused to do anything about it because she thought the messages were hilarious. <laughs> but not long after I became a cat girl, Chiryu and Sandman Slims announced they were finally going to see each other in the real. In the real world. They had decided Sandman Slims would drive from his home in Los Angeles to her home in the Midwest. So what did Sandman Slims do? He put on his shiny shoes, he ironed his pants, and got himself a new t-shirt. He packed up his car, 
But before leaving LA. Oh. He got into a terrible car accident. Oh. He said all of his stuff was trashed. He'd broken his leg. And worst of all. Bex! I'm so sorry. You can all. Can, I want you all to point at Bex for this. Worst of all, he brought his dog with him, and his dog died in the car crash. I mean, you could have deleted the line, though. None of us needed to know that. None of us needed to know that. It's Friday. We don't need that. We don't need that on a Friday, do we, team? Chiryu gave him a few days to recuperate, but then sent him money for a plane ticket. Sandman Slim's got his brother to drive him to the airport. And we didn't hear anything else from him for better part of a day. When he finally checked in with us, he said his pain medication for his broken leg made him sleepy and he fell asleep in the terminal and missed the plane. <sighs> Alright. There's no way. Is Paul the catfisher? He must be, right? A few of us, including Charles, started getting suspicious at this point. Charles is very outspoken. If you are a catfisher, and you made you you played the dead dog card, you piece of shit. I, I swear, Sandman Slims is the worst person in the fucking world. <sighs> a few of us, including Charles, started getting suspicious at this point. Charles is very outspoken and started teasing Sandman Slims with his concerns. Sandman Slims then told us a modified, slightly more detailed story. While he was asleep, someone in the airport drew a dick on his face and marker. He did wake up in time to catch his flight, but he went to wash the dick off his face first, and that's why he missed the plane. A lot of people doing that in airports. It's one of <laughs> a lot of people doing that in airports. You got to be careful in an airport. A lot of people running around drawing dicks on people. I see it all the time. I've watched through a whole row of dicks as people have been waiting for a delayed flight. Oh, it's classic. It's classic. Every airport in the world warns you. There's a big sign saying warning. Dick dick drawers operate in this area. You got to be careful. We didn't believe him. Obviously, he continued to try and flirt with me on the sly. Chiryu would not be deterred, though. She was enamored with Sandman Slims. So she then sent him more money. Oh, Chiryu. Oh, bless you. She sent him money, but this time, all she had enough left for was for a bus ticket. So, of course, what did Sandman Slims do, ladies and gentlemen? He packed another bag. He grabbed some crutches, which he said hurt to use, and got on that bus. That's what he told us. This trip seemed to start much better than the others. He reported that he was making his way across the country. I was excited to meet the woman that he had fallen in love with for the very first time. Things didn't go wrong for Sandman Slims on this journey until he apparently crossed into the Midwest. Somewhere around farming country, Sandman Slims went radio silent yet again. And the whole free company went into a panic. Chiryu called the bus company and hospitals around his last location, doing everything she could to find him and just check that he was okay. We also picked up a new free company member who was very chatty and very flirty. 
And after a couple of days of no word, a message appeared. A cryptic message in Discord from Sandman Slims. You won't believe what happened. You won't believe what happened, ladies and gentlemen. The bus, it stopped at a gas station so people could use the facilities. He got off to go to the bathroom because of course he did. It's a long, long journey. Well, he had that broken leg. He was on crutches, the poor man. So he had some difficulties getting around. And some guy, random guy, pushed into the bathroom with him and robbed him. I think he said it was at a knife point. When he finally got away, the bus had left. The ma- the g- <laughs> Okay, I've got to read the next lines to you. But if Chiryu still is going on with the hope, please Chiryu contact us. We have a safer home for you. The guy caught up to him. And kidnapped him. He was being held at the guy's house. But when he wasn't looking, he'd managed to get hold of his phone. He told us, don't call the cops. I'm scared of what the guy might do. He said his brother was on the way to help. I mean, I know if I'm kidnapped. To be fair, no, to be fair, look, look. There's still a chance he's telling the truth. I know if I was kidnapped... At knife point. And I finally got hold of a phone. I'm going on my guild discord. To let them know. That's my first call. Is it not yours? That's my first call. Is to go on discord. And tell the guild what's going on. Right? Because they need to know. It's a priority. I can't raid. Exactly. You might have had a scheduled raid. It's true. It's true. You could get kicked for that. He went radio silent for another couple of days. Except for me. He told me that being kidnapped was boring. <laughs> he sent me... And that he was horny. And could I send him some nudes to help him get over the trauma? <laughs> yes! Yes! The brain play! Oh, the genius of it all! The genius of it all! How can I also turn this into my advantage? Again, if I'm kidnapped, I would probably say, Stranger, send me nudes. I'm really bored. I, of course, didn't believe any of this, as I'm sure your chat doesn't. So the nudes request was full of, uh, was just full-on crazy to me at this point. Charles sent me a message asking me what I thought of all this that's going on, as the guild was in a bit of a frenzy. And that's when we realized neither of us believed any of it. We tried to gently broach the topic of this being a catfish situation with Chiryu. She did not handle this well. Or nicely. So we decided to kick back and just kind of let it happen. After a few days of kidnapping... We... <laughs> oh, the lines you guys make me read. After a few days of kidnapping, we once again heard from Sandman Slims. His brother had turned up, fought the man, and liberated him. His brother had apparently driven all night from Los Angeles to wherever they were. I don't even think that's possible, but still. He had scared the kidnapper into letting Sandman Slims go. The brother was going to drive him the rest of the way. Are we still going to see Chiryu? We're continuing. We're pushing on. We're pushing on even after the kidnapping. We're going. We're carrying on. All right. Fair enough. This time, after this message, 
He went radio silent for maybe about an hour, something like that. It was really fast, surprisingly. This was clearly a hastily written chapter of this cross-country travel saga that Sandman Slims was scribing to us. Cheerio started calling hospitals again, and it just turned into a big old dramatic mess. No one believed Sandman Slims anymore. Except, sadly, astonishingly, Cheerio. A day later! <laughs> oh no! A day later, a message received. They had been carjacked by a hitchhiker while in the middle of nowhere. Sandman Slims and his brother were now stranded. He couldn't walk because, of course, the broken leg. They didn't know where they were. They seemed to be the. This seemed to be the final straw that broke Chiryu. And she told him, Shut the fuck up. Please give it up. <laughs> Thank you. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. We got there. Now, to Sandman Slims' credit, he did. He did. He confessed he had never even left his house. I'd been sending her fake pictures the entire time. He, of course, was not an architect. He worked as a bagger at a grocery store. He never even had a dog. He fucking piece of shit. He also confessed he had made an alt character and joined our free company to watch us make sure that we believed him and to see where the holes in his story were popping up. Genius. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> He used the alt to flirt with the girls he'd been flirting with to see if they were actually loyal to his main character's flirtations. Oh, magic. Poetry, Sandman Slims. Poetry. You would think the confession would be the end of this saga, right? We can call it a day there. But it went on. He begged Chiryu to stay with him. And she said, maybe. <laughs> what the fuck? But <laughs> he had to prove himself to her. I don't remember exactly how he was supposed to do that. But whatever it was, he clearly didn't do it. Because she just started ignoring him. He gets to stay though. Again, non-toxic. Non-toxic. No, no, I'm not stopping. Non-toxic in Final Fantasy. Not even getting kicked. Charles and I decided that this free company was just too much. And it was time to go. Charles let Chiryu know we were out. And this chick had the audacity, the fucking stones to tell us that we're not allowed to quit. We just laughed. Eventually, we left to make our own free company and Cheerio sent Charles a message that she would only be okay with us going if we took Sandman Slims with us. We kind of shrugged about it and decided we'd tell Slims he was welcome if he wanted a fresh start. We didn't care. He immediately ran crying to Cheerio that we were trying to poach him. To which Cheerio went on the defense. She saw this as an invitation, my friends, to start some shit. She began telling people around the server that we left, and we're trying to poach free company members away from her. She tried to use Sandman Slims to play double agent with us, but he was too dumb, so he couldn't pull it off. <laughs> so it was more funny than anything. She also started spreading a rumor that another free company member, Vert, had been lured away by my cat girl, Wiles. She said she had proof, but never showed it. Bert wasn't even playing Final Fantasy XIV. I had no idea why the fuck any of this was happening. We just did our thing and tried to ignore her as any of you guys would. She got more and more hysterical though. At one point she stood in the zone where endgame players hung out, screaming that we were bad people 
ruining Final Fantasy XIV and poachers and the whole server should turn on us to avoid having terrible people like us play the game. She looked crazy to everyone, as you can imagine. When that didn't work, she declared that she was too traumatized to stay on our server and made everyone in her free company transfer. Even gone, she still tried to start shit with us. She made blogs. Oh no, we're blogging. <laughs> she started posting blogs on the lodestone. What's the lodestone? What's that? What's the lodestone? Is that like a Final Fantasy XIV blog site? Oh, it's the Final Fantasy. Oh, she went to the forums. Classic. Okay, it's the for she goes she's gone to the forums. Got it. She started making blog entries on the lodestone about how awful we were. She even made posts on the Final Fantasy XIV subreddit asking people to harass me and Charles. She doxed us. She posted our real names, the cities we lived in. We, of course, reported her efforts and they got removed and nothing ever happened to us no matter how much she tried. Vert resubbed to the game and messaged me because he didn't have a free company anymore and was confused. What's going on? We told him the story and we laughed. He joined ours. He became one of my closest pals. And then my fella. And then my fella. Oh, <laughs> he started dating him. Awesome. We've been living together for a few years now. And are now, Mike and audience, discussing marriage. Very nice. Very nice. About a year after she left our server. Chiryu sent me and Charles a message apologizing for her behavior. She said she only behaved that way because we made her crazy. Oh, it's still your fault, though. I apologize. You made me crazy. <laughs> we laughed and told her to go fuck herself. <laughs> Occasionally, though, I do see Chiryu in 24-man raids or content with a lot of people. Whenever I see her, I always tell the whole raid the story of the catfish girl. It's a big crowd pleaser for anybody who will listen. Also, importantly, I went back to Lalafell very quickly after all this happened. I don't think we can blame this on you being a cat girl. I don't think that's the root problem here that caused all this. At least, I don't want it to be that. I think you just met a crazy person. I don't think it's just because you're a cat girl. I would assume not. There's nobody really thinks cat girls are girls though, right? What's the percentage there? It's got to be low. It's got to be pretty low. Lalafells of where you got to watch. The Lalafells, the Lalafells of what you got to watch out for. For sure. It's got to be, right? It has to be. All right, who have we got in here? Let's have a look see. Uh we've got Eric. Mike with two eyes? Is that Mika? Lodge, all caps. Big ol' meat pie. Oh my god, some classic names in here. Uh, we need a guild name as well, my friends. We do need a guild name. To go along with this, uh, it was the best of times. No, not ad finum. I'm just going to put and the worst, but you know the original quote. Just worried about space. Yeah, that works. Uh, the Hilda Bastards? No. The Crystal Braves. Yeah, I'll go with that. Uh, my, my Crystal Braves. My name is Alphanor, and these are my Crystal Braves. Is that right, Alfie? Prick. <laughs> Absolute lemon. 
<laughs> Hello, Preacher, and a lovely audience. I've been a long-time listener, mainly on the YouTube, because you're normally streaming when I'm sleeping. Enjoy your rest. After all these years, I am finally writing a story that I've wanted to tell you. It takes place well after my noobish days in World of Warcraft's Wrath of the Lich King, where as I learned to tank, my friends would taunt off me in order to make me feel like I couldn't hold aggro. Why would that ever work? Right? We can see when someone taunts. <laughs> that just makes them look terrible. This story takes place in the final days of the Warlords of Draenor expansion. Who would that work on? <laughs> Who would that work on? Like, at any point whatsoever. It's like, well, I can see you taunted, though. <laughs> Let me give you a backstory, though. I'm 20 years old, attending college to obtain a degree in communications that, spoiler alert, I don't go on to use very much. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, my degree is in international economics. I use, like, 2% of my degree. I am dating a girl, basically living in her dorm. She has a cute neighbor. <laughs> but that's for, uh, that's info for later in the story. Oh, you didn't fuck your girlfriend's neighbor, dude. I mean, you, you, there's a two-door minimum, right? You've got to set a perimeter, right? Come on now. You can't go with the neighbor. After a long hiatus, I starting to, I'm starting to get that itch. You know that itch. You leave World of Warcraft for a while, and eventually... It, you see the adverts, you see the YouTube, and... And it calls to us, doesn't it? It calls us back. Even if you don't want to, you just want to step foot in Azeroth one more time. I load up the game, log into my garrison, and log out. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Bye. I love that you probably toyed with that idea for like a month, maybe. Something like that. And then you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> None of my friends from years past was, were online or still played the game. I had no guild, and I was alone in the garrison. It truly was the worst of times. However, I would not let this deter me, as I wanted glory. I wanted friends. I wanted adventure. So I set out to make my own guild. A casual raiding guild. Just where we would have fun and good times. One with a glorious name. One other guilds would strive to be like. Our guild would be named the Crystal Braves. Now, instead of doing the normal thing of making a quality macro to attract new people or posting on the forums, I thought, let's think outside of the box. And I had a genius idea. I would fly around the world, around Draenor, looking for people out in the world who didn't have guilds and just talk to them. Kind of like an interview, but just say hi. Not whisper them a macro, not invite them without saying anything, just a little bit of chat. Ask how they are enjoying the game. What are they doing? Why haven't you got a guild? Surprisingly, it worked better than you could have imagined. In the dark forest of Tanan jungle I met my first was a man named Eric, a rep paladin who would go on to change his class every week because he couldn't decide what he wanted to play. He would buy a boost, play a character for a while, then change again. We call them whales. You would think this would end once he had it all unlocked, but he actually deleted the characters after he stopped playing them and bought a new one. <laughs> fuck you, Eric. Just fuck you. Fuck you. And this would happen regularly for the entirety of him playing World of Warcraft. 
Luckily, on raid nights, he would show up, tried and true, on his paladin, ready to fight for the cause. Next, I met a hunter and a mage wandering near the Hellfire Citadel. They were a couple who liked playing together and always wanted a guild, but couldn't find a place with people that suited them. He had been playing for a long time and gotten her into it with warlords, so to her, this was all World of Warcraft had ever been. Finally worth mentioning is someone I found in the capital refugee shelter known as Ashran. A tank known by the name of Big Old Meat Pie. He was younger than us, but was funny and really cared about min-maxing the smallest little things, while honestly at times, ignoring the actual mechanics. Yeah, I know I missed that, but did you see how big my guard was though, mate? Look at the healing meter on that wipe. My HPS is fucking nuts, mate. Nuts. It would be a common occurrence after the, the group wipes. Now, I know the odds were this style of recruiting should have gone terribly. I should have, all, I should have had the most cesspool base for my guild possible. But these people weren't it. Almost everyone here was great and a genuine friend to this day. I truly looked out with having some fantastic people as a baseline of wild friends for these experiences that we all look back on together with laughter and horror. But now there is three stories within the hallowed halls of Hellfire Citadel that I must share with you now. Three players that you must know. We quickly, quickly cleared through normal mode as a team and got the 13 out of 13 bosses next to our guild name. Granted, we had to pug a few spots occasionally, so it never truly counted. But for us, it was good enough. Now we had glory and we could begin recruiting with a little bit of experience under our belt. We made a forum post and awaited anybody showing a little bit of interest. We got one rather quickly, and this was a player by the name of Lodge. Now Lodge whispered me and told me he was an ex-mythic raider, and all he was looking for was a place to relax for the final era of Warlords of Draenor. His guild had broken up after getting full bits, and he was ever in it. And was he ever in it? Lodge was a warlock wearing full mythic gear. Full best in slot. He had the gear that made daring to dream of raiding with the big boys a possibility. His item level was through the roof. We gladly accepted him thinking he would have a literal cannon at our disposal. Someone who would blast us through heroic raiding and get us that sweet, sweet moose mount. <laughs> Was it a moose? <laughs> Is that what you got for heroic? A moose? <laughs> for Hellfire Citadel? Oh, Archimonde and his, and his moose. <laughs> we cleared through the first two bosses pretty fast. But I noticed something on Iron Reaver. I ignored it during Assault. Lodge was the worst of all our damage dealers. I mean... Yes, he's bottom, but really bottom of the meters. Not just below the DPS, but below both the tanks and below one of our healers. So I just sent him a little message in the pink. You alright? He responded, for sure, this is amazing! Huh. There didn't seem to be any inkling at all that his DPS was bad. Maybe he was lagging. Maybe he was having a drink and not caring. This was easy to him, because look at his gear. So magnificent. I decided to keep moving forward, thinking, I don't know, maybe it'd get better, but I was wrong. Lodge stayed at the bottom of that meter. Like he lived there. Like it was his home. All the way through the first six bosses. We had to address it. 
Clearly. So we just asked him point blank. It's our first raid. Bro, did you buy that account though? No! He said he earned every bit of these items. Thing is, I could have put my old Christian mother, who has never played a video game in her life on that character, and got better results. However, his DPS, combined with the wall we were about to face in this raid, led to Lodge being gone forever. Preach, I ask you, and I ask your chat as well. Hellfire Citadel. Which boss is going to be a wall to a semi-casual, hardcore, heroic raiding guild in Hellfire Citadel with someone like Lodge in your raid after you have killed Gorefiend? Post-Gorefiend. This should be so easy. It's something, a personal responsibility fight. <laughs> it's the birdie boy. Oh, it's birdie boy. <laughs> Kaka, motherfucker. Kaka. Shadow Lord Iskar. Now, as you all know, or maybe you don't, but let me assure you, Iskar is not that hard. It's really not that hard. You simply have to pass a ball around. Most of the mechanics are straightforward. But there is one that always kills someone in the group. The ball. For everyone who doesn't remember, the wind would choose some of your raiders to drag off the edge. And the way you would survive this was simply passing the ball to the person who was going to get blown off. And then they would pass it to the next person who might get blown off. Very, very simple. Somehow, without fail, Lodge would get the debuff. And if you would dare to pass him that ball, he would just hold it. Like it was a simple egg, and inside was his child. Now, the solution to that would be simple, and I could probably hear your brains thinking it already. Just don't give him the ball. Let him die. Easy. Well, there is another issue. At the time, for the people who couldn't do this fight, there was an add-on that would target and pass the ball for you, and this add-on was very, very popular. Most of our raid team used it, and so did any of the pugs who decided to join our little raid team. And this would always, always lead to Lodge getting the orb early. And does watching our raid team be dragged off the ledge? One second. Easy fix. Close the door. They're all they're waiting for me. They're, we're going to the circus immediately after drama. They're all sat waiting for me. <laughs> after two weeks, two weeks. Why aren't you asking the guys not to use the add-on? Hello. Just don't use it. Just press the button. So easy. Click. Press button. After two weeks of this, we talked to him to getting better, and he, we talked to him about getting better, and he quit the guild. Casual. I've never used an add-on for his car. Really. He quit the guild. I just wanted to warn you guys that good gear players do exist. 
They are truly a sight to behold. And sometimes you will look upon their gear and cover every single item they're wearing. Well, our next little story is a short one. With one, but one worth mentioning for sure. A little after Lodge left us, we gained a full team of fun players. We were clearing pretty far into Heroic, being at 9 out of 13 Heroic kills now. We were doing great, but funnily enough, on our 15-man team, we took 5 hunters. <laughs> we, of course you did. We cleared Sokrathar and one of our healers had to go, so we grabbed a pug healer so we could continue raiding. They joined our Discord and said something along the lines of, Holy Hunter Gill, what the hell are you guys doing? Round of applause to that pugger. Whoa, what is this? <laughs> I respect this pug. Immediately joins and goes, what the hell? <laughs> Making some of us laugh to which I responded entirely jokingly and with no ill intent. Oh yeah, we've got way too many hunters. <laughs> Two of our hunters immediately G quit and left the raid. <laughs> Trust, from somebody who's been doing this for a while, there's a lot of people on the internet with no sense of humor. Oh, sense of sense of humor. <laughs> Everyone was puzzled. And people genuinely started giving me shit for my inappropriate and toxic comments. I know the chat. I know the chat, and you will say he's guilty of something more. No, not really. <laughs> no, I wasn't thinking that at all. I was thinking that sounds pretty typical for a guild that takes five hunters out of fifteen people. That's what I was thinking. And if I was, I would love. I would love to know what else I maybe did. But for the life of me and everyone listening to this and everyone else there, nobody knows what happened. They just disappeared. So my third little story in this trio. Is one of a good geared, good player joining our team. Someone who was actively mythic raiding at the time. I don't know how we attracted him, but he was very, very good at the game. A little bit cocky, for sure. His name was Miki. And he was a rep paladin for us, pulling hardcore numbers. However, there was one issue. He really buttered up big old meat pie's ego. He would always... No, he didn't butter it up. He egged it, which I think means grated on it. And this would cause our tank, Big Old Meat Pie, and Eric to butt heads. We were on Heroic Manoroth, and Big Old Meat Pie was actively fucking up mechanics. And once again, talking about how big his HPS was. And if he could get his guard a little larger, he probably wouldn't have died. <laughs> Typical monk. Finally, after like two hours of pulls and Big Old Meat Pie saying cool comments like, I don't know why this is taking so long. My HPS is crazy. You guys all need to play better. Eric snapped at him. They argued back and forth before we finally called it early for the night. All this time, I need to mention throughout the month of us raiding together, Mikie had been messaging me privately asking if I had any interest in raiding Mythic. I was a good player. I had good passes. I had good mechanical skills. And in retrospect, I probably would have loved Mythic raiding. However, I loved my guild, I loved who I was playing with, and I wanted to take all my boys that I had put together myself to that her coveted heroic moose. So I turned down the idea again and again. Friday rolls around after the big fight. It's raid day again. I log on to, log on to see Eric hitting me up in the pink. Uh, you need to take a look at the guild. 
I open up the tab and the number of members has dramatically dropped. As it turns out, Mike was what some of you may know as a scout. He had come to our guild in his mythic gear, easily got an invite and was just looking for more people to join his guild. He had been whispering multiple of our best players and that majority of them decided to go and join his proper mythic guild. Worst of all, they were joining his mythic guild's team too. That he was going to lead on his alt. Ew! Ew, really? Do you want to believe here and join guild team too? Gross! <laughs> it's gross! Big old meat pie was one of those players. That was the end of the Crystal Braves. That was it. Every single one of our good players had left to join Team 2. I didn't understand it. We had so much fun. Afterwards, many of us did get our moose mount, but... Oh, did not... Uh, many of us didn't get our moose mount, but we did end up with something much better. We stayed friends to this day. Besides big old meat pie, who I never heard from again. He never even sent us a goodbye message. Just fucking left and put me on ignore. <laughs> and the rest of us still still talk to each other. Often. And in fact, they're all invited to my wedding. With that cute neighbor girl next fall. They are truly fantastic folks. And I got so lucky that I got some of the best gaming friends possible. In one of the worst expansions ever. I hope you enjoyed my little story. I have money more, especially with those friends from Wrath. But I felt compelled to share this with you. So until next time, my friends, don't use an add-on to throw the ball and fare thee well. Oh, I feel kind of sad for you. It just died. Why would a mythic geared player... Have you guys ever experienced somebody who's ludicrously overgeared joining your guild and it being for a good reason? It's so sketchy. Unless you know them already, right? It's giga sketch. Like, if they're your friend or something, fine, right? So, like, my guy's, like, my WoW character I haven't played for weeks now is, like, he's, like, heroic and a bit of mythic gear or whatever. But if Crusher wanted to come and play, fine, right? Or Nups or Alex or something like that. But a stranger showing up fully geared to the teeth? Uh... Hmm. <laughs> no thanks. Well, that just brings to the end of drama for today, and I am off to the circus. But 24 hours from now, ladies and gentlemen, 24 hours and five minutes from now, we're going clubbing. We're going dancing. We are going to the Final Fantasy 14 club night. So glow sticks, cool transmog, all on standby. Saturday night, we are all partying together, and it's going to be fantastic. I just want to give a big thank you to everybody who subbed during the show. Obviously, I'm reading the stories, but it's not less appreciated. Believe me. I hope you have a fine weekend. If you're not joining us on Saturday, please be good. Please do something fun. I am off to the circus with my wife and kids. Hopefully, it's going to be good. Be great. All right, guys? Be awesome. And I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Uh, where's the outro, Chris? There it is. <laughs>